Hey, nurses. Welcome to the Nurse Dot Podcast, giving nurses validation, resources, and hope one episode at a time. Today on Nurse Dot Podcast, we're going to change some things. It's going to be really exciting. It's kind of getting back to the basics with a creative way and a creative spin to address modern day problems. There's going to be something for everyone. And I'm hopeful that not only are we addressing important issues that nurses are faced with day to day, but then also we can kind of get ahead of that and also celebrate one another and the great accomplishments that we're doing because everybody deserves their flowers while they're still here. We've not given them enough roses for all of the great work that they're doing. In today's breaking news episode, we are celebrating an exciting milestone as we welcome the esteemed Alice Benjamin, FNP, to our Nurse.com family. Affectionately known as Nurse Alice, she's not only a beloved figure in healthcare, but also America's favorite nurse, celebrated for the vast experience she shared across media platforms. Nurse Alice is renowned for her role as a health correspondent on NBC, and her valuable insights have graced the stages of The Doctors and Dr. Oz. Her media presence reflects not just the breadth of her experience, but also the depth of her dedication to health education and nursing advocacy, making her an invaluable asset to our Nurse.com community. I'm your host, Kara Lunsford, registered nurse and VP of community at Nurse.com. All right. Hey! Nurse Alice. I'm just going to start by saying I was a huge fan for a long time. Your face has been everywhere. I've heard you speak in the media and you've been with nurse.org and you've you've just been out there at the conventions and you know part of like huge things that are happening behind the scenes that people probably don't even know that you're a part of. And so it is really honestly one of my biggest honors to have you here and be able to introduce you to the nurse.com audience and to have you really talk about nurses in the media. Mm. So I'm going to kick it off to you to introduce yourself for people who don't know who you are, and then we'll kind of, we'll kind of get into some stuff. Hey, so Alice Benjamin, I am a family nurse practitioner, clinical nurse specialist, and a medical contributor on television outside of being a mom, playing the flute and being an avid ice cream lover. And I've been in healthcare, I think in total 25 years, but who's counting, right? Started from the bottom, now we're here, right? I out of high school, became a CNA, LVN, and when it came to RN, I started with associate's degree, bachelor's, and then went back got my master's as a CNS and then post-master's as an NP. And I always worked while I was going to school. So I can appreciate the hustle and the grind that it takes to be a nurse, um, to work, and then also to, you know, go on for more education. And I think as if I didn't, I don't know where I found the time. I think I was so passionate about things. I just, you make time for things that you're passionate about. But along the way, always involved in my professional nursing organizations from AACN to American Nurses Association, you know, I did a lot of community service. Uh, so 
uh, when I entered into nursing, uh, because of my inspiration, my dad was my inspiration for me becoming a nurse. When he, he died in an emergency room at the hands of unattentive staff from a massive heart attack. And at that time, I said, I'm going to be the best cardiac nurse in the world. And I set out to do that. And in doing that, I volunteered with the American Heart Association. I've done community work also with ARP, all of these things. But community education, health education, and helping nurses to be better nurses was always something that I've wanted to do. And I think in that journey, if I could take all these bits and pieces, they kind of like synergized. And then they kind of started to align. And as I was being a very proud nurse, wanting to do community education and volunteer and service and all those things, I found myself at the American Heart Association at a health fair. And they said, Alice, you know, you really get people to come get their blood pressure taken. Usually people are afraid of that station. And they said, can you come on radio to talk about how to be heart healthy during the holidays? I said, sure, no problem. That went off well. And then it's like, hey, can you come back and, you know, talk about the signs and symptoms of a stroke and what people should do? Did that, no problem. And then I kind of found myself coming on radio pretty frequently. And then producers would talk amongst producers. And when someone had a health story, they're like, hey, I know a nurse, Nurse Alice. And that kind of, that was at the time when blogs were just getting started. I created a website, started doing articles and stuff like that. And then one thing led to another. And next thing you know, I'm on national television with Megyn Kelly, America Live, talking about the importance of healthcare during Obama's administration, like the health exchanges. And from there, it was just like people would find me, you know, doing internet searches. And I found myself entering the world of media, which, by the way, most healthcare professionals that are have been in the media, usually physicians male. And not that there's anything wrong with that, but I felt like there was definitely a gap or a space of something that was missing, especially when you have men who try to manscape women's health issues and things like that. So I felt like it was so important and which is why I take great pride in doing what I do now as an NBC medical contributor, but talking about important health and practice issues. So people understand how we as nurses, what is it that we really do? What are some of the barriers to our workflow and how we can optimize our work for our scope of practice and help consumers better understand healthcare using health literacy? And then also representation matters. Being a woman, being a woman of color, I get to educate from a different lens. And I think a lens where I've come off more relatable than the, the doctor in the stiff white lab coat on, you know, talking monotone. I keep it real. I keep it real, Car. You know, I've found myself outside of working as a nurse practitioner emergency room, outside of being a mom, taking care of that kind of stuff loving the world of media and using it as a platform because nurses, we do a lot of education already. This is just, instead of just that direct family, that direct patient, using a platform to educate people of the masses. I love that. (laughs) I love that. And, you know, I think that a lot of nurses have started branching into social media, Mm -hmm. which is a form of media. Yes. And they're taking to that platform whether it's Instagram or Facebook or uh, TikTok or LinkedIn, really utilizing that as a space to have a voice, share about subjects that matter to them, issues that matter to them, to educate the public in some capacity. Some, some clinicians are using it really as an education tool, clinical education tool, and other people are, are using it more as a kind of social, kind of political platform in a way where they're talking about the issues within healthcare, the health of healthcare, if you will. But not that many nurses have been really seen in mainstream media, you know, aside from, you know, the occasional television series, (laughs) which I would not consider necessarily nurses in mainstream media. But that's why I think it's so unique. 
what you've done. And like you said, you're a woman, you're a person of color. You know, a lot of times people don't see themselves represented. Mm -hmm. And it's so important. I wanted to ask you, you've also been a part of working at the political level, working in politics too, correct? Yes. And, you know, I'll say this, Karen, if you would have asked me when I entered my nursing profession, if I would be doing what I'm doing now, I would have said no. Like I had no idea. And again, like the stars aligned for me. And I think what happened is I found my passion. So cardiovascular health became very, very important to me, you know, for my dad's story. And I dove into that, especially I worked in, you know, critical care, step down, teleunit. I was going to every conference that I could, even ones for physicians about how to read echocardiogram and all of these things, even as an RN, entry level still. And I just wanted to get so much knowledge and information so I could understand everything. And I think that that passion is what inspired me to do all of these different things that I'm doing now. And so when I, when you talk kind of about politics, I would have never thought, oh, politics, I'm going to do that. Because I, I did not like political science, just FYI. But I found myself, you know, tobacco, tobacco initiatives, propositions about, you know, sugary drinks on school campuses and things that led to heart health. Because I was very passionate about the health part of it, I realized that as a nurse, as a direct care provider, I can do something, but when the patient's at the bedside, how can I help people before they get into that situation? Because one of my mantras is, I like to talk to people before they become my patients. So I've learned early on, and this is through my volunteer work with American Heart Association, that it really takes a village. We can have the direct care providers, but we, get, we have to work with other, you know, just like we have a multidisciplinary team, everyone's role is very important. Everyone from the nurse to the doctor, to the community clinic, to the hospital, to the legislator. And I'll be honest, I didn't even know who my legislator was at the time. So I was kind of, it's crash course, but nurses were so knowledgeable. We have HIPAA compliant, but stories to tell about what happens when people don't take care of themselves. So with American Heart, I was able to advocate for bills and legislation that helped promote health and safety and well-being and equitable access to health care, working with the American Heart Association and found myself knocking on congressmen's doors. And even with the work I did with AARP, when the state exchanges opened, I don't know how I found myself here, but I became one of two people who was like the Cal state of California AARP advisor. I'm like, advisor? So I actually went up and down the state talking at different town halls with different congressmen and co congresswomen. And so here I am, I'm thinking, oh, I'm just a bedside nurse, but I'm being introduced by like the congressman about, and we have, you know, nurse Alice Benjamin here, who's going to talk to us about the importance of healthcare. And I, I had this platform in this stage and I'm just like, wow. So I got to do that and even get, go to the White House to represent the American Heart Association during Obama's administration on a committee for cardiovascular health. So yes, gosh, there's so many things you can do in nursing. There's so many things you can do in nursing. Hey nurses, did you know that nurse.com is the ultimate destination for all nurses? It's where you can find your nurse life in one place. That's right, everything from networking with your peers and continuing education to industry news and career opportunities. It's all there for you. Nurse.com is your dedicated platform to explore a wide range of job opportunities from all across the nation. Whether you're a fresh graduate testing the waters or a seasoned pro desiring for a change in scenery, we've got you covered. Nurse.com forward slash jobs features posts from entry level to executive leadership in every practice setting, even in specialties you might not have considered. 
So why wait? Leverage your skills and passion in an opportunity worthy of both. Visit nurse.com forward slash jobs today and initiate your journey towards the next chapter in your nursing career. I hope that that's what people are listening to right now. When they're they're listening to the podcast, I'm just going to say, you didn't even mention that you have a podcast, which is the Ask Nurse Alice podcast. You've done so many things that you can't even remember how many things you've done. I'm going to have to remember them for you. You know, it's because I'm so passionate. I mean, it's hard for me to wrap my arms around everything that I do. So sometimes when people introduce me, I'm like, I did that. I did that. But it's just because I love, I legit, legit love what I do. And I just find myself in the moment just doing, doing, doing. And I don't necessarily look back to say, oh, I did this and I did that. Now, while Alphabet Soup does matter behind our names, I've just never been that nurse to always, well, I did this and I did that. And I just get it done. I could show you better than I could tell you. That's true. You are a real doer. And even in the time that I've known you and in our conversations, I am in awe of the things that just like run through your brain. And I always think of myself as super creative and thinking out of the box and, a you know, just a very holistic global thinker. And I was like, oh boy, when you put the two of us together, watch out. It's very exciting. I mean, just the fact that you've been in media, you've been represented, you know, at that level of, you know, in the government and and knowing that you can speak to people who are maybe listening and making less legislation that matters to us and the public. But I think one of the things that I really love about you is that you really bring together this beautiful mix of clinical, you're an amazing clinician. So just your level of knowledge as a clinician, the way you can talk about all of this clinical information in a way that is digestible to the general population, because health literacy in this country is a major issue. It is. And now more than ever, people are going to need to be their own health advocates because we are in a really difficult time right now where there's a shortage of nurses who are willing to work in the current conditions. And we've got a lot of really young nurses, not age-wise, but like just in terms of how much experience that they have. They're not getting the mentorship that maybe they would have gotten historically because a lot of the more seasoned nurses are leaving. So going into the health system these days as a patient can be anxiety producing at the least. Yes. So really having a strong understanding of the healthcare system, having a strong understanding of, I think, diseases that affect a huge number of people in the world, okay? Not just even the US, but in the world. And we know that health, that heart disease is one of those things. Heart disease is prolific, right? Yeah. So what would you like to see happen? Ooh, good. I'm glad you asked that because it's almost like reverse engineering because sometimes I'm where I'm at. You know, I, I feel like I feel a strong need to give back to my profession and to like reach back, pull someone's hand and bring them along with and offer that mentoring and support that quite honestly, I didn't really get a lot of because it was like eat your young type of thing. But I'm a little bit of a, um, I'm very curious, Cara. So when I don't understand something, I'm like, well, why? Well, how come? How can we do it better? 
mm, let me, you know, and I'm like, my creative mind is going and going. And so I nosedive into uh, like self-improvement. I'm very proactive. And I was the nurse at the staff meeting who wasn't afraid to speak up. I'm probably the nurse. They probably said, shut up so we can go home. But I'm also the nurse who who wasn't afraid to speak up. So before I became a nurse practitioner, I became a clinical nurse specialist. So I'm a clinical expert. And I dove into uh, cardiology and critical care. But, you know, in becoming that clinical expert at APRN, I still, you know, got a lot advanced physical assessment, advanced patho, advanced pharmacology, all of these things. And so I kind of took that. I took my own natural curiosity and experiences with inequitable health care, not being mentored as a nurse, kind of being eaten when I was a new nurse or those type of not so good experiences. And I took some, as a part of my professional nursing organization, I participated in those. So I was like secretary, I started off like secretary, vice president, and I had leadership in those areas because I was not, I wasn't a leader per se in the hospital because I wasn't a manager, I wasn't a director, but I took all those experiences and I blended them all into one, which is why I think I have this unique set of skill sets that's able to kind of, I can maneuver through groups. I can maneuver through the staff nurse group. I can maneuver in the director's group. I can maneuver in the finance business world group because I've learned all of these skill sets and I've kind of just married them. But I wish, I wish I had a nurse mentor to teach me that early on. So I didn't have to bump my head, fall down, look silly, feel dumb, or any of these things along the way. And it would save me a lot of heartache. What I think the profession needs is I really think that we need a, a, a really good mentor program, kind of a safety net, something that will help bridge our new graduating nurses, early career nurses, and keep some of our more senior nurses perhaps in the profession a little bit longer because maybe they'll enjoy it better. They won't feel so jaded. So one of the things that I'm going to be excited about in, in these new ventures that I, we are coming up is creating a mentorship program and a program for first starting with the early career nurses because that's a make or break time. That's a make or break time. You just suffered. I'm going to say suffered. You suffered through nursing school. You suffered through your NCLEX. And then you're going to be suffering as into your first position. Why do we got to suffer so much? We are the largest segment of the healthcare workforce. We should be, if we were happier in our roles, We'd probably be able to retain more nurses. We'd have better health for ourselves because, you know, the health of nurses, that's a whole nother topic. But there's a lot going on. And I really want to tour and not just myself, but invite other people who are interested in mentoring nurses. And let's help find each other. We got to find our tribes. So I want people to find each other, people who want to mentor and people who want to be mentored and create this safe place where we can come together. We can talk about what's going on and offer solutions to everyday problems and collectively as a voice help actually make some change. Yeah. It's been really fun working with you. We're kind of working on a project right now and I'm excited what you're doing. And because one of the things that you and I talked about the other day was just, and and you mentioned it just now too, is that there's this like kind of golden period, right? Where if you can really help nurses right out of nursing school or even at the end of nursing school and into their first, you know, two years, okay? If you can really help to kind of cocoon them in a way, provide them with a lot of support, mentorship, resources, all of these things so that they can feel really good and capable and competent at their jobs because nobody, and I'm just going to say this across the board, nobody wants to go to work every single day and feel like 
they are putting people at risk, that they don't know how to do their job, that they could potentially hurt somebody, that they're not a good colleague or coworker because they can't help in the ways that they want to be able to help. They can't be a good team member. And that is really not sustainable. And this is why you're seeing people leave the earliest they've ever left. Because it's one thing if you go into a job, right, where you're, and I don't want to make any of these positions sound like they're not important. But what I'm saying is, is that maybe it's not life or death, right? You're working at a a convenience store or you're working at a retail store. If you don't really know how to sell, it might be uncomfortable to be out of your element, to feel like you're kind of having to struggle or figure out how to do it. And it might take a while for you to get into your groove. But if you're not a great salesperson, nobody's dying. Nobody's going to get hurt, right? Maybe the business isn't going to be as healthy or maybe, you know, and it, it doesn't feel great to not be really, really good at your job. But it doesn't feel like as heavy or as weighty as if I'm not good, if I'm not competent, at the worst, I could kill somebody. That's the scariest feeling about being a nurse, especially a newer nurse. And there's nothing wrong with being a newer nurse. Everyone starts from somewhere. But when you don't have kind of that systems and support and structure in place, you can feel alienated. You can feel like on an island all by yourself. And then you take add on tremendous responsibility of GI bleed over here. Someone is having a chest pain over there. And then there's someone running up and down the hallway naked. There's a lot going on in nursing. And I know that without those systems in place, nurses, we can internalize this. We start to actually feel bad. We feel moral distress. We feel anxious. We feel depressed. We're sad. And we're internalizing a lot of these feelings. And then that further inhibits our ability to think quickly, to critically think, you know, all of the things we want to do. We No one comes to work, like you said, no one comes to work saying, I'm going to hurt somebody today. I'm going to give the wrong dose of heparin today. I'm going to, nobody wants to do that. But I feel like, Cara, we saw this play out like like during the pandemic about how many things are not in place for nurses and how undervalued we are. And it shows not just in our salaries, but the environments we're placed in, our staffing ratio, the cuties they lay on us, how they expect us to make a dollar out of 15 cents when it's like, hey, all I got is one glove. You want me to take care of 15 patients with one glove? Like, come on. And so we really got to turn that around. And I know there are professional nursing organizations out there, you know, those are helpful. And I know not every hospital has this, but some hospitals, they have like shared governance, units, practice councils and stuff like that. But I feel like unless you're a member of that professional nursing organization, or unless you're at a hospital that has a good unit practice council, where do you, like you're floundering, you're on your own. So that's why I'm really excited about the work that we're going to be doing and creating a safe community place. It doesn't matter if you work at a little community podunk hospital or you work at the, the top most elite hospital. Um, maybe you're out of between jobs right now, but you know, creating the safe place to help nurses feel heard, supported, um, and to kind of brainstorm ideas amongst each other about how we handle situations. I feel like there's so much that we can do. And all of this is an effort to help support our newer nurses. And not saying that we're gonna, you know, you're not gonna dump you after you're very experienced or anything like that, but create, you know, let's <laughs> let's start with our nursing students. <laughs> Like, bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. You graduated from here. Bye-bye. No, but you know, it's no. a, um, a place for whether you're pre-licensure, nursing student, new nurse, experienced nurse, we're, create a home for you, a, a safe place, a community. Well, and if you become an experienced nurse, right, if you come through and we've created this space, 
then at some point, you know, it's kind of full circle, right? Like you can come back and be a mentor. You can come back and help. And like you said earlier, pull that person up Mm -hmm. who's behind so that they kind of like on your shoulders, right? Like sometimes you're the one that's standing on other people's shoulders and sometimes you're the shoulder, right? And absolutely. And I think that that's exactly what we're trying to do at nurse.com. Nurse.com has been around such a long time. It's gone through so many kind of phases or different phases of life. But I actually kind of love what we're coming back to because I think originally the Nursing Spectrum and Nurses Week magazine and that I always thought of these women like and men probably at the time, but probably a lot of women. It was in the 1990s and Mm-hmm. even before they were writing magazines and those magazines came and became nurse.com in the digital era when things just kind of moved onto the internet. And that was truly built by nurses, foreign nurses, trying to get industry news out there, trying to educate from the bedside and then beyond, right? And what I love is that we're coming back, we're, we're taking all of that history that we have. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of it. And then we're bringing it to a day and age where we're we're looking at nursing as it is today. We're saying there's a major issue with retention. There's a major issue with the sustainability of this profession, being able to really sustain and thrive within this profession. And I don't think it's too much to ask. Sustainability, yes. I don't think it's too much to ask to say, I'd like to thrive in my profession. I really don't. I think it's capable. And I know that it's easy, like nurse.com, we could just do giveaways all the time and that'd be great. And and we do, we do giveaways and we do stuff like fun stuff like that. But I think what we're really about is wanting to make this the best profession in healthcare. It is. Nursing yeah. is. It <laughs> is the best, but like most sustainable, like, right. Cause right yeah. now they're not able to sustain it because of the environment and the lack of skills, the lack of support. And so if we can even just affect that area, mm-hmm. I think that that is a, a huge, that we've done something for the public. Cause that really, this is a public health crisis. Okay. Not having enough nurses at the bedside. That's a public health crisis. It absolutely is. It absolutely is. And we, we've we got to do something about it. I mean, I know we have, you know, nurses entering the profession, but just as much as we have them entering, we have people exiting. And with the growth of, you know, the population, we're going to burn out the nurses that we do have. And I think it's a multi-layered, multi-pronged approach, and it's going to take a village I know nurse.com is going to be a great resource, not just for nursing students and nurses themselves, but also for nursing schools and hospitals and clinics and stuff. So I'm excited. I don't know how much I can share in this interview, y'all, but just so y'all know, there's some <laughs> stuff that's going down. There's stuff going down. <laughs> I love that you just, you're like, I don't know how much I can share, but I'm just going to tell you there's some good stuff. It's good stuff. I mean, that's enough. That's enough. They don't have to know yet. They don't have to know. I know. <laughs> but you'll know. You'll know. It's going to be out there. So what I'm so excited about, and that I will say on this interview, is that you have decided to come and join us. And I'm so honored, really genuinely honored, to have you be part of Nurse.com. I'm not really a believer in competition or anything like that. I think people just 
you know, they, they pivot and they make moves and they spend time in one place and then they move into another place. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like there's so much that we can all be doing in this space mm-hmm. to help nurses. There can never be too much being done to support nurses. So I think that we're going to do some really fun stuff. I know we're going to do some really fun stuff. We're going to do some stuff that really affects change. And that's what I'm most excited about because I don't want to just do things on the surface, you know? Right. It's like, get in there, really, really change something. Oh, we're going to change some things. It's going to be really exciting. And I think kind of alluded to this earlier, it's kind of getting back to the basics with some things, but in a, with a creative way and a creative spin to address modern day problems. I think it's going to be, again, I don't know how much I can say y'all, but I, I just feel like there's going to be something for everyone. And I'm hopeful that not only are we addressing important issues that nurses are faced with day to day with their work, but then also we can kind of get ahead of that and also celebrate one another and the great accomplishments that we're doing. Because so many times we're just trying to catch up. We're just trying to keep up, keep our head above water that we don't even have time to celebrate the many things and great things that nurses do. So that's something else that I'm also excited about because everybody deserves their flowers while they're still here. I think so. And nurses, you know, we've not given them enough roses for all of the great work that they're doing. Yeah. And the other thing I'm just really excited about, you're going to be with us for a while, which is exciting. Mm -hmm. We're going to like do some stuff in the media. Like we're going to do some fun stuff in the media. Listen, everybody get ready. Okay. I'm just saying (laughs) whether you want to be in front of the camera, behind the camera, we're taking you along for this journey. Nurses, we do patient education and we talk about practice issues at our conferences, peer-to-peer and things like that. Well, get ready because we're about to tell the world about all of the things that we're working on, we're doing. And it's not just me. I know I have been fortunate to have a regular reoccurrence on television, but again, there's broadcast, main broadcasts, like television. There's those like the Netflix, those type of on-demand type of things. There's game shows. A mentor told me this, wherever there's a people, there's a problem. And whenever there's a problem, there should be a nurse. And I think using media to kind of broadcast um, these messages and also on social media, right, as well. We're going to be out there, Cara. And um, we are because I'm ready for some nurses to join me. Are y'all ready to join me? Join us because I think there's really cool and fun things and opportunities for people to kind of get out of their shell if they want to and, you know, be a ham for the cam. Yeah. At some point you're going to have, and by the time this goes live, I don't know, maybe you will or maybe you won't. We're going to have a landing page for you. So that is definitely a priority. That way people who want to connect with you, want to see what you're up to, want to see the programs you're creating and with the support of nurse.com and, and Relias, of course, and that they will be able to go to like nurse.com forward slash nurse Alice. Yes. And that is where all of your stuff will be. And this just actually gives me incentive to make sure that we get it finished and done by the time this goes live. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) No pressure. So again, I'm going to say I'm very excited. You're going to be with us for a long time and Mm -hmm. I'm hopefully even longer than what we planned for and that we're going to make some real change in the healthcare system, really so that it benefits the people who work in it, and the people who are the patients of that system. Absolutely. The consumers of that healthcare system. And I think that if we can do that, even in a small way, we will have made a big change and a big impact. I think that's what we both want to do. Absolutely. Alice, I love you. 
Thank you so much for being here with me. Thank you for having me. I mean, this is just the tip of the iceberg. I'm so excited for this new chapter, for this new adventure we're going to be taking. I mean, listen, nurse.com and to everyone who's listening, I believe people are going to be really refreshed with the things that we're going to be doing and kind of feel like, finally, a place where I can go to be heard, a community of other nurses that I can join forces with and then learn and have fun with along the way. Yeah, absolutely. And then, hey, don't forget to follow me on social media too. I'm on there. Yes, Ask Nurse Alice. And of course, follow your podcast because at some point, like maybe I can be a guest on the Ask Nurse Alice podcast. Of course. (laughs) I just invited myself. (laughs) Yes, I love it. Please do. Please. I mean, listen, one of the cool things about having a podcast, Karen, you know this, you get to talk to some cool and amazing people that you maybe wouldn't have necessarily ran across in the grocery store or something like that. And then you get to share this with all your nurse friends. So. the Ask Nurse Alice podcast and follow me on social at Ask Nurse Alice. On everything is Ask Nurse Alice. There you go. Absolutely. All right. Till next time. Mwah. Bye. Bye. If you are a nurse or nursing student who enjoyed this episode, don't forget to join us on the nurse.com app where you can find the nurse.discussion group, a place where we dissect each episode in detail and delve deeper into today's topics. Nurse Dot is a Nurse.com original podcast series. Production, music, and sound editing by Don Lunsford. Production coordination by Rhea Wade. Additional editing by John Wells. Thank you to all the listeners for tuning in to the Nurse Dot podcast. Until next time, keep spreading the love and the care.